Welcome to the very first episode of the Make the Time podcast. I'm Carson. I'm Parker. I'm Blake. And I'm Andy. And today we're going to be looking at Psalm 1. Andy, tell me a little bit about Psalm. The book of Psalms is filled with the songs and prayers offered to God by the nation of Israel. Their expressions of praise, faith, sorrow, and frustration cover the range of human emotions. Some of the Psalms dwell on the treasure of wisdom and God's word. Others reveal the troubled heart of a mourner. Still, others explode with praise to God and invite others to join in song. This diversity is unified by one element. They are centered upon the one and only living God. This creator God is king of all the earth and a refuge to all those who trust in him. Many of the Psalms are attributed to King David. The writing and collection of the Psalms into their present form spans the 15th to the 3rd centuries BC. First episode, how are you guys feeling about this? I'm feeling good, man. Like it? Pilot episode. I'm excited, dude. What kind of episode? You don't know what a pilot episode is? It's just like the first episode. Like, wait, this doesn't surprise me because Parker, I, I was telling Blake this. So, did you know, Carson? All right, Parker thought crawdads were birds. No way. Yeah. I sent a meme to him of like bird watchers, and I was like, Parker going crawfishing. How recent was this? This was very it was this was months ago. Yeah. This was not that long ago. It's a weird looking bird. I saw, I saw the movie. <laughs> it's a very weird looking That's bird. That's a weird looking bird. I saw the movie where the It's got beaks sang, for hands. And it confused me a little bit. I haven't seen the movie, but I've heard great things. I no, teared the, up a little bit. Sad. It's like it's, it's violent. Sad. Well, the title, so Crawdads Sing, you know what that means, right? I have no clue. It's this is gonna sound really bad. I feel like I shouldn't even say it on this podcast, but it's you know they get they get boiled alive, crawfish do. Oh yeah. When they're cooked, it's the air escaping from their body hissing. What kind of sound? And they made a movie about this. <laughs> I guess no, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. This isn't what the listener signed up for, so I'm sorry. But that's just a little fun fact about Parker. But yeah, this, this is the hey, first. They need to know that. They, they do. That. Yeah. Set the stage. Yeah. We'll have like fun facts every once in a while. Every once in a while, fun little facts. So. But awesome. we don't want to get carried away, so let's go ahead and read Psalm chapter 1, and we'll just go Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do let's it. say, who wants it? Parker, hit me with it. Let's do it. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. That's Man, what a way to open up a book. That's a heavy first verse. What do y'all see in this verse that y'all really like? Yeah, I think something that I see is it's something about, like, being watchful, like being watchful of like the blessed one. Um, it gives you a, a clear example right there of like how we should be as Christians. Like don't walk in the way of the wicked. Don't stand in the way of the sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. I mean, as a college student, for me, that's something that's is hard to look at that um, you may be in the way that the, that the sinners are taking, but Look at this verse. Mm-hmm. Look at the verses. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. rest of the, of the of the word. And it tells you that blessed is this one. Yeah, I think also like a couple things that you want to like kind of look at. So when it says blessed is the man, usually that that just means like it doesn't mean like God's gonna specifically bless you because mm-hmm. of this. Rather, I think it, it it's really just saying like happy or joyful is the man who does these things, right? If you delight. Uh, I'm kind of getting the verse too, but if you um, if you stay away from the counsel of the wicked, you will have joy. And then also, I think it's really important because, like, 
the thing I, I really don't like to see is when the church gets into its own little bubble. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Agreed. And so it's okay to hang around sinners. Yeah. Jesus hung around sinners, yeah. but he didn't hung, hang around uh, under or within their counsel. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big that's the big thing that we have to look mm-hmm. at. I think for me, what I take away from this is make sure when you go to people for advice, make sure they have a spiritual perspective on things. You know, because mm-hmm. a spiritual perspective and an earthly perspective completely two different ways to look at the world. So just when you, I, for me, that's what I took away from this person, what spoke to me. And also I thought was interesting. Parker, what version do you have? I have the NIV, the, um, the NIV. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm, I have the CSP, the Christian Standard, and mine says how happy instead of how mm-hmm. blessed. I, th- I think we're all looking at, uh, man, we are so diverse. We have like four different, four guys, four translations. Look that's at us that. go, man. Man, there ain't nothing getting by us. Ain't nothing getting by us. Dude. Mm-hmm. New, new All that cross reference. Yeah. So Blake over here has got the New King James version because he thinks he's smart. This <laughs> <laughs> <Just> helps me. <laughs> helps me it, helps it. it helps you. Your quiet times go from half an hour to about four, trying yeah. to decipher every verse. Literally. <laughs> but y'all want to? Okay. Do y'all want to read like? Y'all want to read the whole? Because this is a pretty short chapter. So you want to just read the whole chapter? Yeah, like that'll be good. Go ahead and read the rest of the chapter for us. Awesome. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that in the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. That's good. So w- let's scary, hit verse man. two. Let's it's hit scary. verse two. That's good. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I have something on verse one still. Yeah, it talks it. about um, blessed and the word happy. Um, you know, it just, just makes me think, you know, this just the world, and really, America too. Like there, you hear of the pursuit of happiness, and you want to try to. That's a great movie. Yeah, that is Will yeah. Smith. Is, makes I'm surprised cry. he knew. No, I go on, go on. But, but um, yeah, it um just makes me think. You know, so much in the world that 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 people try to look for for true happiness, mm-hmm. and um, you know, whether it could be um, you know, money. They find their happiness in money, or in their job, or in fame, or a mm-hmm. nice car. Um, or or whatever it is, but you know this this verse is saying that blessed is the one who who does not you know do those like is not those things. True happiness is not those things, and that's kind of going into verse two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like so with my job, man. Like, uh, so I'm a I'm a social worker, which means I'm broke. <laughs> like I have no <laughs> money, dude. Yeah, we know. I, hey. <laughs> My car is nice enough. It gets me. It gets me where I need to go. To get go. you there, don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, it's a job that it has its difficulties, and and I know, like, I have I have buddies who are like four times my net worth already. I'm like, dude, what? And it's like, it's crazy. And we, we'll talk about it. You know, we'll catch up. I'm like, man, maybe I should have gone to engineering. But then I remember, you know, like I this is this is the job I felt called to. This is the job that. You know, I'm. I know that I'm fulfilling my calling 
from God, you know, to do these things. I, I like working with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't spend a, I never spend a day at work. What's what's the saying? If if you like, you a love job, your job, you never work a day in your life. That's kind of true for me. Yeah. I, there's still paperwork. True, <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 all it's all good paperwork. I it's think good. it's interesting that they're translated the same way. Happy and yeah. blessed. And I actually yeah. looked it up, and it comes from the Hebrew Hebrew word esher, and it means to be right and to be straight. They're translated mm. the same. To, oh, I, to be right and to, and be, to straight. be straight. Mm. That's what it is. That's interesting. Yep. Hmm. It's good. And then let's look at verse two. Let's his his delight. Okay, this is where. Oh boy. What do y'all What do y'all think Ooh, specifically on this? All right. His delight is in the law. <laughs> well, I kind of <laughs> want to go back to like. Can I? Can I like? Fast forward in Psalms a little bit. Fast yeah. forward. So Psalms nineteen seven says, "The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple." And I think something with this verse is, when he found his delight in the law of the Lord, he was finding his delight like in the Word of God. And I, that's something that I was thinking of when I was going through this verse and thinking how Psalms one really plays into the whole podcast. And in this verse right here, I was thinking, oh, that's making the time. Mm-hmm. If he found his delight mm-hmm. in the law of the Lord, he was making his time mm-hmm. during his day and night for, for, for yeah. the Lord. And and so in like in that first and that second verse right there says that in his law he meditates day and night. Yeah, that's when he mm-hmm. makes his time. And yep. that's, um, that's good. Yeah, for if you haven't figured out by now, make the time right. That's. The whole concept. We want we want to get y'all in the word, you know. We yeah. and we want to get in the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is gonna help us get in the word. Um but you know, we chose this chapter because I think was it verse two? Yeah. That's our that base, second part of verse two verse. was yeah. um or it's gonna be our foundational verse. You know, we were looking at yeah some other ones. Uh I, I threw a few jokes your ones in there. Yeah, Romans twelve two. Right, oh that one the jokes that was, I was, no, that was legit. version. It was yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. If you've never read the Hawaii Pigeon Bible, you need to. Don't you do need it. to. Don't do it. <laughs> it'll it'll confuse it. It'll. I've actually heard though. It's easier to read than the King James version. Uh, that honestly wouldn't surprise no. me. No, no, it's not. That's a lie. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But uh, but yeah. So back on what on what Blake said, his delight is in the law. I think also like let's let's think about it. So like. It says law. So here's a question for y'all guys. What's y'all's attitude towards uh, the Old Testament law? Like, how when you think of it, what does it make you feel? Well, I kind of was talking to someone about this the other day. Like, when you think of the Old Testament, like, it's kind of like, it's not like a, uh, but it's just like a, it's like, for some reason, there's like the New Testament is like, it seems more relevant, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the Old Testament, it's mm-hmm. maybe not as relevant, but. In reality, it really is yeah. just as important. Yeah, and I think that's a that's an interesting kind of cultural thing. I think we've we've Definitely. kind of been born into really mm-hmm. with the, yeah. the church nowadays. It's like the right half of the Bible that's where we hang out. Mm-hmm. The left half that's like you know we don't talk about that part. And it's know? never been like a like you've been told like the New Testament is just, it's just like you prefer, you prefer it. Yeah. yeah. For me, like I know anytime I'm just gonna like sit and read a random book of the Bible, it's Nine times out of ten, going to be New Testament because mm-hmm. yeah. I just Old Testament. I feel like I have to sit down and pick out and really just get there into it that, to be able yeah. to understand it. Which there you do, that. and doing that provides you with a deeper understanding of what's going on and a closer relationship with mm-hmm. the Lord. I believe, and it really 
when you pull stuff out of the Old Testament, it really mm-hmm. does. Like, you feel like you just had that quiet time. You are so close to God mm-hmm. in those times. That I think also, like, uh, one thing we have to remember is the law. Like, when, when it, it tells us that Christ came to fulfill the law, mm-hmm. not to abolish the yep. law. Well, why did he say that? Well, because Jesus wasn't plan B to the law. Right. He was plan only. Right? Yeah. It, it was... Uh, it wasn't that the law was imperfect and needed improvement. It says here the law was, I mean, the law is perfect. Psalm 19, it literally says the law is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like all those things like you shall not wear two, what is it, two different kinds of fabric at, in the same outfit or something like that. You remember, there's a law. Yeah, there's 613 laws if you've never heard of it. And it's the Torah, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of crazy laws in there. Um and all of them, all of it's perfect. Think about that. Even if we look at it, it's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I even, that's interesting. Yeah. And that's it, a really good, that's yeah. interesting to think about. And, and I think, because here, here's what I've kind of come to understand, just looking at a lot of stuff. Uh, these aren't my original thoughts. I'm about as dumb as, you know, everybody else. Maybe <laughs> Parker here. Oh, that's a that's a weird looking bird, man. <laughs> um, Girl, that. We love you, Parker. Uh, I love you, Parker. Uh, anyway. Uh, man, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Uh, the law, perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you read the the Old Testament law, you really can understand it in three different kind of categories, and that's going to be the moral, civil, and ceremonial law. So the, the civil law, that's like contained to the culture. That's how Israel operates as a like a, a country, a culture, a people, right, in the midst of all these other uh, all these other folks. Um, I can't. Can you name a few? Uh, what, like the Babylons or? Do you remember Parker? Yeah. The per- the pepperonis? No. Pepperonis. <laughs> Never. No. Uh, the, the Babylonians. Uh, Hittite, Hittites. Hittites. The all, all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have all kinds of different cultures surrounding them, and so they have they have to have their own, um, and that that's the civil law, right? And then you have the the what was it? The ceremonial law, mm-hmm. and the ceremonial law is contained to the covenant, right? And that covenant meaning the how the, how they did sacrifices and how they did uh, ritual and burnt offerings, things like that. Um, and then those those things stayed with Israel. Those things stayed with the covenant, but one one thing didn't, and that was the moral law. And that's why it, it's so important that you know we. We continue to look at the law, we revere the law, and we we delight in the law, not the, you know, the the two different kinds of fabric law like that. That's that's like civil law, right? But we look at the moral law because that that's still in effect. That that's still just as relevant today as it ever was. And Jesus said so, right? Even even uh, the authors of the the New Testament acknowledged that Jesus, when he said, um, it was in. Uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 22. So in Matthew 22, and this is also recorded in, I think, Mark, maybe chapter 12. Don't quote me on that. But it's when Jesus says, he answers to the Pharisees, right? He says, uh, you know, you shall love the Lord your God. And second to this commandment is, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. right? That's a summary of the first 10 commandments. I was My mind was blown when I, I learned that. I was like, what? You know, I did not know that. Yeah, That's no, cool. it, it's yeah. it's it's really interesting because I mean, um, when you look at it that way, I think it's like it's 
it makes the law that much more important. It's not boxes to check, you know. It's we're trying we're trying to to show and live out our love for a a sentient living God, you know. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's really good. I think that's something that you know we don't really look at. We're looking at the context of the scriptures, mm-hmm. but that's that's some valuable information right there to really take into consideration when going through the verses, any type of verse, really. Um, like, I'm taking a New Testament class, and, like, it's all, like, history kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, it's awesome to kind of hear about, like, the, yeah. the backstory or the historical context. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, this is pretty cool. Yeah, when I, so when I was in, man, when I was in my New Testament class, uh, I, so there was, like, an assignment that we were supposed to be doing. Yeah all through the semester and of course i did not do it <laughs> and so what i'm doing i was yeah i was i was panicking and so i didn't get a great grade on it right i, I had to do like i had to put it all together mm-hmm. in one week you know it was a lot and i went to my professor i was like hey is there any extra credit that that you'd be offering he's like yeah just come to my my office tomorrow i was like cool i can do that and so i, I go to his office and he gives me um, this section of scripture to look at, and it gives me this specific book in in the library in the archives, like literally uh, out there, like in the other room. Right. And it was the first time I'd ever come up here into the library. And dude, I felt like a little Indiana Jones, <laughs> just like <laughs> I was looking for this like like a hundred year old friggin' It was it was amazing. And I I cracked it open like dust <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is like Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> a giant boulder comes out of nowhere. Yeah. No, for real. I've never gotten one book out of this library. Are you serious? Nope. Man, Everything's you're... digital now. What's what's your major? Finance. <laughs> That's why. I'm just a numbers, <laughs> guy. I'm just a numbers <laughs> guy. We don't do books. We don't do books. Yeah, no. Straight Excel sheets. <laughs> um, no, that's good. That's really good. Well, I think, too, honestly, it's kind of convicting when he uses this word delight. Because I feel like Ooh, a, yeah. a lot of times, you know, that quiet time can feel like a chore, you yeah. know? Mm, and that's should. a good thought, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, at that point, it shouldn't be a yeah. chore, you know? It says his delight. And mine says in the Lord's instruction, my yeah. CSB. I, I think one thing I have to always ask for and constantly pray for is that God would give me his desire mm-hmm. and God would give me his joy. I've started doing that recently. Yeah. And yeah. I've... I really do like praying for that. And it may, you know, cause it mm-hmm. gives you that desire yeah. to want to get in the word. And that desire is not a human thing. You no, know? it's not at all. No. I mean, the, the Bible tells us like not, not one is righteous. No, not one, yep. you know, no mm-hmm. one desires righteousness. That's good. That's I love good. Uh, the verse in Psalm 37 verse four says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. doing this. I was going over this with my D group earlier, and we referenced that verse. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really and I think cool. that's. I feel like that's one of those verses. Like, man, you could so easily misconstrue oh, that verse. He will give you the desires that of prosperity your prosperity gospel kicks yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. But see, when your eyes are set on the Lord, mm-hmm. you're just not earthly desires. Mm-hmm. It's His desires, and He's mm-hmm. going to give you those desires. Yeah, yeah. And that's where thing. that's where that can be. Consoled. Yeah, I think going he back, He gives you. I was gonna. I was go gonna say. I'm sorry. It's 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 so funny. He literally gives you, uh, he fulfills and quenches the desires that he gave you in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I never that's thought about nice. that. Yeah, that's neat. 
I like that. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. He 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 quenches the thirst. He quenches the desires that he already gave you. Preach. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. I really do like that. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. I know I'm a genius. No, I'm not. I'm not a genius. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I think I think something that I was gonna say was you know you were talking about how sometimes we think that his delight or whatever is a chore, mm-hmm. and you were talking about his earthly desires. I think that's why we think it's a chore. It's because we're too focused on the earthly yep. desire mm-hmm. of it. Uh, we don't see the true desire of it. Mm-hmm. We don't see that that's his desire for our lives. Mm-hmm. But we just see that oh, it's a chore. I don't really have to do it. I can right. do it another day. Right. But like, like I, I was thinking of something like, with making the time for the word, making the time for that del- your delight in the Lord. If you have time to go to lunch every day, if you have time to go drive around, get coffee, do whatever, go hang out with friends, then you have time for the Lord. I, you have a lot of time for the Lord. Yeah, Boom. I think I think it's it's less of a um, a carving out time as much as it is just. Being intentional with the time yeah. you already have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a discipline. You know? Yeah. It's a discipline. It, yeah. And for me, what helps me look at it is don't look at it as a book. Don't yeah. look at it as you're sitting down having to read a book. No, this is your time with the Lord. This it's is bread, the Holy man. Word of God that He's given you. Yeah. It's literally, I heard it said the other day, this is a love letter written to you. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yes. And like, this is for you. Like, this is. Took, took like 15, 1600 years to write it 40 yeah. different over 40 different over, over 40 authors, authors three languages three continents mm-hmm. well you know like, the world's biggest love letter ever written awesome. i grew up and i'm awesome. still like happy this but like happy valentine's day parker <laughs> it is valentine's hey, day we're recording this wow. we forgot to say happy valentine's wow. day that, from four single dudes that make the time <laughs> that worked hey that worked out so perfectly <laughs> that was awesome uh, uh, holy spirit moment <laughs> Oh no! We don't even get <laughs> going on that. that. I have, dude. Oh man. Oh. What were you saying, Mike? Actually, I don't really know what I was saying. <laughs> I don't, well, we're I don't gonna, know. I'm gonna like it's gonna come back to me. Let's do it. Hey, but, let's move on to the second part of this first. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I think, think the second part. I mean, this is good. Yeah. This is. Good. Are we talking about the second part of verse oh, two? Verse two. Okay. And he meditates on it day and night. Yeah. And I think the big key word here is meditate. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's. No, then I don't want you to think of this as just reading. Like this mm-hmm. is interpreting. This is spending time with what you read and applying it to your life. Yeah, I think another another thing to go off that. Like I always, I always thought like if I'm reading my Bible, I have to be reading something I've never read before. And that's not at all how it is. You know, like it's, um, it's okay to read the same chapter every morning. Yeah. You know, because because really, I mean, you have. It's like Carson said. It's not a book. Like, no, I'm not going to read chapter one of Harry Potter every single <laughs> every day. day. Like, wow, that that kid's life sucks. You know, like. <laughs> but uh, but the Bible is different, you know, because I mean it's it's a it's the it's a living, breathing mm-hmm. word. Yep. You know. Yeah, that the word uh, meditates um, also um, is similar, or it means uh, rumination. As well, Andy, you know what rumination uh, is? It. I I remember this. Yeah, uh, it's like it's 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 like a slightly more. I don't. You got it. Yeah, you it's got like, it. It's like with the you're cow, you're getting there, like a cow. Yeah. Oh oh, that's what it yeah. is. I yeah. was thinking like marination. Oh well, you could say that as well. Marination. But um, it's like a cow that chews its cud and that keeps on. Yeah, chewing I remember it, that. Chewing it, spitting it out. 
but it soaks in all the nutrients. Mm. And that was, um, you know, like that's that was convicting. And it has like me. four stomachs, doesn't it? a cow? Oh, they have oh, a lot oh, of stomachs. I don't know. So think about this: if a cow is ruminating on some like grass yeah. with four stomachs over and over again, what are you doing with the word, man? Yeah. Now, Parker, you <laughs> you described <laughs> hammer. You did that lesson with the youth the other night. Yeah, and yeah. on God's word. Yeah. And what are the? I remember you said three things about God's word. You described it. And I really, really liked it. Yeah. What were those three things? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, God's word is alive. Mm-hmm. God's word is eternal, and God's word is a hundred percent God breathed. That's good. And it's That's good. Second Timothy three sixteen. Right. Boom. Boom. Yep. There, there it is. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's good. What else do y'all think sticks out to you in that second half of verse two? Well, I was going to go back to kind of like how you were talking about that um, that it's it's not just a book. Mm-hmm. Like, I think growing up for me, like, I was at a private Christian school. Yep. And, you know, people were like, oh, you read your Bible every day. Yeah, you should too. But I'm yeah. not like that. But like, <laughs> Boom! But like, but okay, like, Mr. King James. Yeah, do you think just because you read King James, you can uh, say stuff like uh, that? Yeah, go on, go uh, on. Continue, Blake, continue. We've been abusing Blake yeah, this episode. Go, go, on, go on, Blake. <laughs> you got I mean, it. Uh, but like, people, I, I didn't like reading, like reading books. Yeah. Like, Amen. if you had reading books Amen. in school, I was like, ah, now I'm good. Second. I can just look it up on Google. Don't do that, though. Spark notes. Uh, spark notes. <laughs> Way to go. But then everybody be like, well, like, then why don't why don't you like, or why do you like reading the Bible? And I'm like, well, it's gotten my life to where it is today. Like, it's revived me from where I was. So that's why I mean, meditating on it like day and night, mm-hmm. like that verse speaks life. Like that speaks the life of the word. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's something that I kind of took into consideration. Um, yeah, I think also, yeah, sorry to cut you off. Uh, no, you're good. Okay, I, did I cut you off? Were you? No. Okay. How were you? I feel good. like I definitely did. That was no, the no, nicest no, no. move I've ever heard. <laughs> <in my laughs> well, not, definitely did. You got it, Andy. Um, what I was going to say was, uh, I think when you kind of get more in the habit and, and make it more of a lifestyle to constantly have scripture around you, mm-hmm. you know, I think really, I mean, it, it, it sticks with you in an almost subconscious way. Like yeah. there's there's moments and there's things like, um, where you could be laying in bed, and mm-hmm. something comes into your head, scripture, you know, or there's a there's a moment, um, that you're just something happens or, or this that or the other, you're you're in a certain situation, and then, just, yep. against your will almost, your brain just pops the scripture, out into your into your head, you know, and, um, and it really is, I mean. You, it's. I think what I heard one time was, uh, you have a jar, right? Right. And you have marbles. You have certain color. Give us a color part. Give us two colors. Uh, green and red. You have green and red marbles. Let's say like green. Green's good. Green's you the Bible. Christmas man. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Christmas and jingle bells. So green's good. Red is bad, right? If you have if you have that fill to the brim with red marbles, how many green marbles are you gonna fit in that thing? None, mm. but now reverse it. Yeah, right. If you have your brain, your thoughts filled with scripture, then what chance does does the devil and his demons stand? Mm-hmm. You know, against uh, trying to break you down, and what what chance does the world and does your flesh stand mm-hmm. against the power of the word that is in you? 
It yeah, truly changes good. your perspective. Yeah. Like what I was talking earlier about when you go, make sure when you go to people for counsel, mm-hmm. they have a spiritual perspective. Yeah. And absolutely. you want to have that spiritual perspective you give to people. And when mm-hmm. situations happen, you don't look at it from a worldly perspective. You look at it from a spiritual perspective. For and the sure. more knowledge and the more time you spend in the Word, the better your spiritual perspective is on things. Mm-hmm. And that's something I feel like you truly you have to experience to understand. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, and also, Andy, that reminds me of uh, Jesus when he was being tempted in the wilderness. Ooh, um, yeah. When he was, uh, when reference. Satan came and tempted Jesus, you know, he said, you know, he quoted, he quoted scripture. Yeah. He said, it is written, mm-hmm. it is written, it is written. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that going back to that word meditate and just really just it, focusing and tr- truly like memorizing scripture and not just reading Reading, reading it just once. I think my yeah. favorite thing too, like you got to remember, Jesus is God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's like, it's like, is it is written by who? By me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's good. Another thing that goes with this meditate part of this verse is Parker. You were at Strength to Stand with me. Um, we had the opportunity to go down with uh, First Baptist here in Florence, Alabama. Their youth group is Strength to Stand. I don't yeah. remember. I was so I I was on the one last year. Yeah, and last year was a a nightmare. It it was like a truck, a one hundred and fifty pound truck tire strikes <laughs> one of the vans, sends it swerving uh, on on the the highway in Chattanooga. We had to stay overnight. It was like a see. We didn't go through Chattanooga this time. Uh, yeah, we we smart, said we weren't going back. That was that a way smart decision. Again, that was a good. But we good had a decision. great time. Um, I really enjoyed it, Parker. Yeah, that was. Awesome. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, but one of the good. things. That was said, and I don't remember who said it, um, but he talked about when you're in the Word, don't just read it, internalize it. And he referenced, like, if you chew your food and then you spit it out, you don't internalize it. If it doesn't benefit you any, your body's not getting anything from it. Same thing with the Word. If you just read it as, like, a book and, like, you're just going through the motions, it's not going to make any difference in your life. Um, I just want to hit on that real quick before we move on. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I, I think we've... If this horse was dead, man, we've been beating it a long time. Yep. Um, on the the first half of this chapter, but I, in it's a good our, way. I made that sound bad in a good it's way. It's the foundational verse. We got to spend is. some extra time. Yeah, Just a right. little bit, yeah. But now, let, I think I think we let's shift some attention to the second half of this chapter because, in my honest opinion, this is like terrifying. These words are terrifying, mm-hmm. or at least they should be to most most of the the world. Because, we'll, and we'll 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 read over them. So yeah, let, let's look at verse three because we've been we've been really unpacking the first two verses, but there's what four more yeah. that are all really you know mm-hmm. they're heavy. Yeah, they're very heavy. Um, but verse three, it's I think verse three is nice because it, it gives us a really clear picture of what the first two verses mm-hmm. are saying. And remember, this is a song. Think about that. It's a song. This is like uh, Ed Sheeran if he was you know like now. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. It's like more like Elvis. Elvis? Yeah. There we go. We do have a verse uh, three tells us he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. I think that's interesting. And its leaf does not wither, and all that he does, he prospers. Go ahead and read four, because three and four is really a compare they, and yeah. contrast type thing. Go ahead and hit four. Um, the wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Mm hmm. I think what we're looking at here is two extremes. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Uh, one really good extreme, and then one really bad extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, what do y'all see in three that you guys really like? I was going to compare kind of three and four yeah. for something. Heck yeah. Uh, so, I mean, three, we see that it's, you should be like a tree. 
And then verse four is talking about the, the chaff. Mm-hmm. When chaff is, I mean, I had to go th- like through some like research for what I chaff did too. was because I was like, I don't know what that is, but it's a withered seed caught in the wind. So you think about it, like verse three is talking about it's a tree. It's mm-hmm. it's rooted. It's in growth. It's continue continue. It's continue growing. Yep. Um, but then you have the chaff. It's a withered seed that's mm-hmm. being pushed away. Yep. And the way I was kind of looking at it in this verse is with him being like the tree, he's strong and he's rooted in Christ. Mm-hmm. But then you have the ungodly that are like the chaff that are being pushed on by the wind, being pushed on by the world, worldly desires. Um, but then you have the righteous that's mm-hmm. upholding the truth. Exactly. You have a tree. And then I, when I looked up a chaff, it said the shell around a grain. Yeah. And that to make flour, mm. you know, that had to be, yeah. you yeah. have to take the chaff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also so weak that the wind can do it. And that's yeah. what you see um, in verse four. And one thing that I just like about the Bible, I'm sorry, I'm like, I love the outdoors. Always have. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that might be a lie. I played a lot of You're PlayStation. A big guy. Yeah, yeah. I pl- not not all the time though. I think it started probably when I was in like high school because mm-hmm. that was when I first started like getting to go camping and stuff. But I love nature, and that was one thing that allowed me to strengthen my. I feel like strengthen my connection to, uh, to God because I got to to be within His creation. Right. It's nice to get outside. It is. It is nice to get outside. Get outside, guys. Get your vitamin D. Is it yeah, the sun? The yeah. Sun. Get your vitamin like D. A, Orange juice, it's, that's vitamin C. But coming out of that seasonal depression right now. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Better believe it. Um, but yeah, I, I just love it when the Bible goes goes on and on about nature mm-hmm. because it just helps me connect to it. Because like, no, you can't, you can't, you know, talk to the guy who wrote this psalm, but you can go watch a tree. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can see, you know exactly what they're talking about. I think any time you go out in nature, you're going to get a deeper appreciation for God. Oh, yeah. I know any time I go hunting or fishing, um, like when you're sitting in your waders in the, the lake waiting <laughs> in on your shooting time, and you just see like a sunrise, and that you just hear nature, and you're like, this is so intricate, and it's all perfectly designed. What yeah. a beautiful duck. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thank like, you, Laura, for the ducks. <laughs> like um, you were saying with that, like this summer, like we went to Colorado with my – Oh, that's that's a beautiful with, place. And mm-hmm. we hiked up an unmarked mountain, which is oh not a really a smart idea. <laughs> but <laughs> we got to the top and we saw we saw the sunrise, we Ooh, saw all the trees, yeah. saw all the mountains in the distance, and then we were like like this is what God calls us to be. Yes. Like, to see as well. And it was pretty cool to see. So yeah, I like what you say about appreciating mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. I think it's something mm-hmm. that we don't do as much, mm-hmm. but it's it's so like beneficial for our lives and i think yeah i love how like that also kind of the bible like you know uses imagery to kind of help remind us it's literature yeah Mm -hmm. it's straight up literature yeah you know Mm -hmm. yep exactly and i encourage anyone um anytime you can isolate yourself in god's creation to do it you know if you're going through a dry season that's one of the biggest things i could recommend put yourself out there and just sit there and appreciate all that God has created. Yeah. Another thing in verse three that I don't want us to overlook, beside flowing streams, okay, think of that as God's word. That tree always has its source of what it needs. And for us, that's going to be God's word. And for the tree, that's the river. I don't want us to overlook that. I thought it was really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Because I don't think, I think that's intentional when uh, David was writing this. 
beside Falling Stream. So, oh yeah, little food for thought there towards the end. Andy, do you want to hit on uh, anything else in this verse? Yeah, I think directly after it says, uh, it says planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. It's good. And when I hear in its it's season, good. I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. What does that what what does that mean in terms of life application? Mm-hmm. And it kind of you know it, it it takes me back to a story in one of the gospels where Jesus curses a fig tree, and um, I don't want to go too far into it because you know we we don't quite have that kind of time, but I would encourage you know y'all to go look at that, um, read that, and and study up on that right. Find some commentary because it's a really interesting. Think, and, and it all comes back to this concept of being in its season. And so it's like, like, what do y'all think? I think it's a good reminder because I feel like sometimes you're going about your quiet times. You've been consistent in your quiet times for week, two week, months, or whatever, and you feel like I've been doing what's right. Why am I not seeing the benefits from it? Mm-hmm. You know, okay, it's not always an immediate benefit. Yeah. Everything is oh, in God's time. Yeah, it's in His season. Yes. Just yeah. and it's gonna lead. Yes. You're gonna have that sense of entitlement because we're human. You're gonna feel that pride. Yeah. You're gonna feel that entitlement. Well, I've been doing, yeah. and it can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. I think it can be frustrating, and I think it's normal to be frustrated. You know, because I know there's been times in my life where I'm like, I'm do. I feel like I'm going about things the right way, mm-hmm. and then there's people out there that I see that aren't, but they're you know, they're benefiting from the things that they're doing wrong. And mm-hmm. for me, it's you feel entitled to have things go your way. And I think that's something we got to watch for, and I think that's why I love when he says "in its season." That's a really, that's a really good point. Yeah, I, and and that may not even necessarily be the way that it means, but I think that that, uh, that surely is that that's got to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, or I think that's a good thing to pull out of that for sure. Um, but we've spent a lot of time on just the first three verses. We hit three let's, and four together. Let's go oh ahead. yeah, we did. Yeah. Let, let's let's go into let's the last at, two. Five and six. Uh, so starting in verse five, it says, "Therefore, the wicked." And and this is like, in my opinion, the scariest words of this whole song. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Mm, yeah. Boom. I was I was thinking like you know the first three verses, it's like all happy. Yeah, sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, literally. And you get four and five and six, and God's like, "This is the warning. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is what you should watch out for." Well, I think also let, let's let's ask this question: Wicked, righteous. Which one are you? Yeah. On your own. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Because the Bible tells us that who is our righteousness? Jesus. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Bible Sunday school. Yeah, Sunday school answer. <laughs> Jesus can never go wrong. Uh, and so, if if you want to know how to avoid judgment, if you want to know how to how to be saved, it's not through works. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. through your own morality or your own righteousness. Because if it's your own righteousness, it's not righteous according yep. to the standard of God. But it's wickedness, and it will perish, and you won't be able to stand in the judgment. And so, if you want to find righteousness and justification, find Jesus. The wages of sin is death. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it can be easy to look at that word righteous, and um, because we were we were all naturally, you know, we were all naturally sinners. We were yeah. all yeah. born sinners, and then when you think of righteous, you know, it's like um, because we're a Christian, that doesn't mean we're righteous. Yeah, we think 
we think, oh, that's me. Yeah, we're doing, we we're doing the good part. Yeah. yeah. But it's always just kind of humbling. Like Jesus, he is our righteousness and mm-hmm. everything good we do is because of, is because of him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Like you look like you got something you want to hit on uh, in verse six. What you got? Yeah. So I think when I was, you know, using this as my quiet time, Psalms one is my quiet time. And I was really reflecting on verse two for the podcast, but also verse six, um, because when it says for the Lord knows, like I think knows is the like key verse or key word in that verse, because God knows everything and uh, he already knows the way of the righteous. He knows the way of us. He already knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like for our lives as Christians, he knows what's going to be going on in our lives. He knows what's next. Um, and, and I think that's just, it's cool because the ungodly, yeah. they think they know. They think they know what, what's going to happen in our lives, but they don't know. They don't know anything. And they don't know, like, anything. Yeah, no, the, the the cool thing about, so I just looked it up. If if y'all don't have the Blue Letter Bible app, I would 1,000% recommend it. Because what I'm looking at now is the Hebrew translation for the word no. And it is a word in Hebrew, yada. And that's like, yada knowledge is like real intimate personal knowledge. And so when it says like the Lord, like God knows, right? It doesn't mean like God just knows of it, knows about it, acknowledges it. It means he knows every detail, every, you know, every speck of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's good. He sees it in, in its full depth. And uh, Blake, yeah, I wanted to add on too, like, um, you know, there are people, there are, you know, people that don't know, you know, that, you know, they may not know the the path to Jesus, you know, they, they, but they also may, you know, know and just completely be in disobedient Mm -hmm. to the Lord. Um, Well, now it also says in the Bible, you know, it's, there's this sort of general uh, revelation Right, that it says every man will be account, no man will be with an excuse. Yeah. Uh, because how can you look at, you know, nature, remember? Mm-hmm. How can you look at all these yeah. things and say there's not a God? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's also up to us, too, to kind of maybe remind them or, um, of the of the past. And that's, that's yeah. why, um, you know, just to, whoever's listening here, or, um, you know, because, I mean, this psalm talks about really two paths. There's mm-hmm. the wicked and then there's the righteous, and um, you know what? What are you? And not righteous saying like because of what you've done, but are you? Have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and had trusted Him to be your righteousness? Um, and that's you know we want nothing more than for you to do that. Um, and so we just want want maybe you to reflect on that. Um, mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I was going along with that too. Like, yeah, it's not like we're demanding you. We demand that like, you better do this. But it's, we like will you find saying, you. It's, it's a challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah. What path do you want? Do you want the path of life, or do you want the path to death? Yep. Yeah. To break it down. Life, like life or death, people. Yeah, life yeah. or death. So. And it's not, you know, we're talking eternal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you've done, what you've gone through. You don't have to do anything, except like people think, oh, I can't do this. It's such like. A hard path to follow. I mean, it's hard. You're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulation. The Bible tells us that. But it's not like you can't do it. Yeah. You know, 
it's a gift to everybody. He died for everybody. He didn't just die for a select few. He died for everybody. And if you want to follow Jesus, you want to go down the path of righteousness, you can. There's nothing stopping you. Because I feel like a lot of times people will be like, oh, I, I do this or I've done this. It doesn't matter. And so if you want to go down the path of righteousness, you definitely can. And there's yeah. nothing stopping you. And if you believe you're on the path of righteousness, why? Yeah. Why are you on the path yeah. of mm-hmm. righteousness? That's good. Yep. All right. And that was Psalm chapter one. I, I feel like we did. We got a lot out of that. Yeah, I feel like awesome. we, yeah. we were able to hit a lot of good high and low points on that. Yeah. It was good. Low points. What, what do you mean low points? Whoa. Man. Whoa. Convicting points. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Some encouragement, some conviction. I think it's all good. around. I think no, it's I good think really I think we hit a lot, and that's only six verses. Yep. So, I think, and they're they're all rich. Uh, so, if if you are wondering whether or not the Book of Psalms is for you, I think it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so let's take a moment, and we're done with the Bible study. There's been uh, a little something going on up in Kentucky at Asbury. Is it college or Asbury University? University. Asbury University. In Wilmore, Kentucky. Uh, Yeah, and Carson has a headline pulled up. Tell us about that. So this was published uh, yesterday, February 13th, and it says, It began on Wednesday, February 8th, and on Monday, February 13th, it was still going. Prayers, praise, worship music, and testimonies. That's what's going on. It's a Mm -hmm. revival, spontaneous revival. That apparently looks seems like they have a chapel every Wednesday. It's a Christian yeah. university. Yeah. And apparently some students stayed after and kept praising and worshiping. Mm-hmm. And this has grown just tremendously it's, over it's the past moved, week. It's moved from Asbury to uh, Lee University mm-hmm. now. Cleveland. In, really? Cleveland, Tennessee. I did not oh, know that. Lee's in Cleveland? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we're, man, we're, exactly. yeah. wow. it's hit the interstate, baby. Yep. This headline I'm reading right here says people as far away from as Oregon oh, wow. are showing up. To this revival, that's, that's incredible. Awesome. Yeah, and, and and I thought and I thought it was really interesting because there's actually, believe it or not, there is controversy around this. Really? Because um, you have on one end you have people who like are affirming this, right? Like this is great, mm-hmm. this is wonderful. Um, and then on the other end you have, well, you know, this might just be straight up um, ex- experience-driven emotionalism, is mm-hmm. what it is. And so I think. Uh, I was watching a YouTube video that uh, was talking about it, and it was a, a woman who had actually gone. She just went. She was in the area, and she just pulled up on you know during the morning on mm-hmm. Sunday, I think it was, and uh, she said from what she experienced, there is nothing crazy going on. There is nothing. I mean, it was just that mm-hmm. some people were talking, some people were sitting quietly and listening to the. There was like one girl who was just playing the guitar. They're keeping it going. Um, but I thought it was really interesting that even this can garner some, you know, some conflict within the church. And so what do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking of, like, um, just the revival yeah. in general. The first thing that I take into consideration is this is college students doing this. Oh, that's true, yeah. And that's us. Really that is us. Not the doom generation. And, <laughs> like, yeah, speaking of that, like, people, like, oh, they're college students. Wow. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Like, mm-hmm. this is a revival. Like, yeah. revival is coming. And, and I, I was thinking of, like, you know, when in, in the NFL, when DeMar Hamlin, you know, had his. Yeah, that was. Accident. That was, was a revival ago. then, too. Oh, was there? They were, I mean, like, they, they were all praying. Oh, okay. And yeah. Yeah. Everybody took notice of that and was like, Oh, the Lord is actually at work mm-hmm. in his life. I think I do remember. I remember seeing that. So I think it, it's cool just to, you know, 
see the revival mm-hmm. at Asbury, but also to see and set a, a challenge for us as college students that revival is coming. So sound the alarm, sound the alarm mm-hmm. revival because it's coming. And I don't know um, if we've said it yet, but um, me, I'm Carson. Parker and Blake are college students, and Andy just graduated. Yeah, I'm an yeah. old uh, man, recently. bro. Wow, I agree. <laughs> Honestly, dude, right I'm there. You know, you can grow you can grow gray hair like pretty early, dude. I know some people that it's I like might, in college they have gray I hair need, or strands I, of it. I might need to look look in the mirror for a little bit, make sure I'm good. Yep. But um, but I think back on the Asbury thing, I think where I stand on it, I'm open to it. I think. If this is a legit revival, if people are actually feeling the the spirit of God convict them and bring them to repentance, hey, amen, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we should still exercise discernment for sure. But from their president, I wanted to read that's also on this article. Um, this is Dr. Kevin Brown, president of Asbury University. He said, "We would say there's just a spirit of the Lord in this place." I think that's good. Hey, short and sweet, man. Short and sweet. Well, there's more. Oh. But I just don't want to go on and on. That's fair. Um, he just says, it's really browed its way into the hearts and, and minds of our students, staff, faculty, and the community. That's the whole quote. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I mean, hey, like I said, if this is if this is legit, you know, I mean, if they're, if they're engaging in biblical worship, mm-hmm. I see no problem. I mean, hey, go for it. I think now maybe with all the, the social media attention that's garnered now, Maybe there might be a little more pressure to keep it going, and yeah, I, I would hate for that I was to be. About I, I think you know it's kind of like when Forrest Gump just starts stops running. He's like, "I'm tired. I think I'll go home." <laughs> like if that you know, Perfect. if it comes to that, then yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like I think I think this is really cool to see mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I think going back to what Blake said um, about this being a younger generation, that's probably the. Do you know what yeah. all the controversy is about? Is that I feel like that's probably a driving factor of it. Oh yeah. Definitely, 100%. because I feel like we've all faced criticism when talking about our generation. I think we've all grown up with that. Telling, I think I'm, I know I've heard it a bunch when I was growing up. You know, our generation is the one that is going to just be the well, downfall. I think not even that. It's it's our generation is the one who just doesn't really think. We're not yeah. independent thinkers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I think and that's part of why I think we're doing this podcast. We want to encourage people who listen. You know, like be an independent thinker. Like mm-hmm. invest. It's okay to investigate Christianity. It's okay. If, mm-hmm. you, if you've got questions, find answers, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. You'll find them. Mm-hmm. I promise you. It's good. But, uh, yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to hit on, on what was going on there. But yeah, I, uh, think that, I think that's, that's encouraging to yeah. see, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially, like, you know, it should, like, point a mirror, like, to my life. Like, am I, you know, am I, am I truly, like, worshiping the Lord? Am I really, you know, getting down on my knees? And am I? reading his word am i am i praising him you know and um you know because he's he's worthy of it you know like we'll be in in heaven one day you know worshiping him and you know it shouldn't right. just start when i when we get there you know it should start like mm-hmm. right here and you know there can be so many distractions in this world and um but he's greater and he's worth it mm-hmm. i love seeing it kids our age too because yeah. a lot of times you feel like you're alone in your walk with the lord and like mm-hmm. um i know we have a pretty good Christian community here at this college, but still, you feel very minute when compared oh, yeah. to the rest of the campus. What a word! What a word! Very Man, fancy. Carson's yeah. so smart. Mm-hmm. Well, that finance degree. No, like this whole. What were you gonna say? I'm just saying, like for example, like this morning, like with the BCM here on campus, like yeah, 
we did like a gospel survey. We went around and just mm, asked, yeah. you know, good. individuals on campus, students on campus, like uh, if they would like to fill out this 30 second survey, and it just said like, what is your status in, in you know, in your spiritual life right now? Uh, rated it from a scale of one to 10. Um, and then there was another one that was like, do you want to know more about Jesus? And it's just, it's just certain things like that that like you don't have to have. It's I think it's awesome that Asbury is having this big, huge you know revival service um, full of college students. But like as a challenge as college student here, like it can be just you like sharing the word. Yeah, and I think and sharing the gospel. Yeah, and, and then that brings it all together. Yeah, and one thing that was mentioned by the the video I was watching, it was like you know you said people from Oregon mm-hmm. were coming to this place. You know, I think it's it's a it's a really important thing to remember. Like, you don't have to come to Asbury University to get the revival. Even they yeah, would tell yeah, you that. Yep. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. I mean, you can experience. I mean, you have the holy. If you're a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit within you. Yep. You know, um, hit hit the hit the floor where you are. Yeah. You know, um, but if anything, you know, it might get people asking some questions. You know, like, yeah, what is going 100%. on? One hundred percent. And like, you don't know if it's going to be a news reporter that their job is to go report on this. What mm-hmm. I, someone's going to be touched by this? I, I think, firmly believe. I think that. the best thing that we can do is just pray for the people who are involved in it, for the people who are in participating in it, mm-hmm. uh, that God would use it for His glorification, um, and that we would uh, that we would be open minded, right, and that we would be discerning and all that, but uh, that God would just use it. That's good. Really good. But yeah, anyway, um, so I think we covered a lot, man. But it was hilarious just trying to get this whole thing together. Because, mm-hmm. and, and for you guys listening, this is like what we have like an hour maybe of. Yeah, roughly. We've been here for two, <laughs> over two hours. And we, we thought we had it from, so we have to reserve this room. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we had, we thought we had it. I don't it. like where this is going, Andy. Dude, so Carson over here don't know what day of the week it is, <laughs> supposedly. Is January? I rent. Is it January? January? <laughs> hey, 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 I got January. the month right. Um, you got the month We're filming right. this Tuesday, the 14th. Yeah. And um, I was running a little bit late. I forgot a connector for my laptop. And oh, that's what it was. Um, so apparently, I rented the podcast room for a Thursday. And so we had to wait another 45 minutes for the study or the podcast room to open up. And oh, then when okay. we finally hit eight o'clock, the lovely lady at the front of the library asked me if I knew all five days of the week. She was, she was checking on, yeah. check, checking, I making sure you were okay. I'm glad she cares She's about checking me. up yeah. on you. Okay. Yep. It's good for your mental uh, health. No, I, and the whole time though, we had to redo the intro like <laughs> five different times. Cause this is, like I said, this is the pilot episode guys. We may, like, hopefully we're not blowing your eardrums out. Words are hard. Very yeah. Words are hard. You don't realize how hard yeah. words are until you're mic'd up. Yes, dude. Yeah. And you focus on your words so much. So, like, me, if you know me, I don't really have a filter after, like, like, it's, it's, we so know. right now it's, it's 1020 p.m. Tuesday, February 14th. At, like, 930 the filter goes. You know what I'm we saying? got to make sure we start filming these before that 930 mark is. Yeah. I think. I think that's a good idea. But, you know, I feel like I've done okay. Yeah. You've done, done okay. good. You've done good. Overall, for the first episode, I think we, it all came together pretty well. Yeah. yeah. If you guys don't like it, you can send us hate mail. 
Um, if you want a petition to, uh, for Andy to be out, then that's, hey, that's okay. Actually, it'd make me cry. We were making some recommendations for <laughs> the outro, and I think we were all in agreement that Blake had the worst idea. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. We Blake's got to go. No, we Blake's did gotta not. Go. No, no, we didn't. No, we're not doing not. that for the outro. No. Looks like Jimmy we're not even going to tell him what the his idea was. It was that bad. We'll just not let Blake it's in on the outro. We'll just do the outro. Yeah, you don't get to do the outro. Oh, man. It's not that one? We'll get it next Remember we when did. we said it was the pilot episode? Yeah. It's the pilot, it's the pilot episode. episode. Yeah, no, we've been, I know what you're talking about now. we've been trying to figure this thing out for the whole time, but... Uh, you know, I think it. I think it turned out good. It's good. Yeah, I think it turned uh, out. Good. Parker, why don't you read Psalm one two uh, as we close right here? Absolutely, absolutely. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord? Hey, Carson, I'm going to read. I'm going to read one and two. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on His law day and night. Yeah, and and it's remember, good. it's a matter of life and death. And so if you don't have the time, make the time.